Welcome to Educators with Oil. I am your hostess, Ronnie Branham, here to offer biblical strategies for effective teaching. And we want to be effective in everything that we do. So that brings us to this episode of Kingdom Principles on Financial Stewardship. I have a guest here today. So I want to let you know what we're talking about, and then I'll introduce our guest for today. So um, being good stewards over God's money, that's we want to be effective again in everything that we do, including our finances. So we're going to discuss what biblical financial stewardship is. Biblical financial stewardship is the care, management, goal setting, and increase of God's money. That brings me to so many scriptures right there. Everything God gave us, he expects us to manage it and take care of it. He gave it to us with specific purpose in mind. Purpose in mind. According to James 1 and 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Every good and perfect gift comes from God, our minds, health, bodies, talents, material possessions, relationships, children, and yes, money. We are to manage what God gave us, grow it, maintain it, so that we can grow God's kingdom. If you are the chief financial officer over his kingdom, you are, not if, we are. <laughs> the chief financial officer over his kingdom. His kingdom has many empires. The empire that you are in charge of is over your own individual money and economy in your household. With that, I'm going to introduce our guest. We have Stacy Sweeney. Hi, everybody. Sorry so about that. to be here. Ah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna share this screen. Um, I'm gonna share a PowerPoint with everyone. How and are you today, though, Stacy? Uh, I, I messed that up. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. And um, I want to say thank you for allowing me to share your platform with you to speak to people about kingdom principles on biblical financial stewardship, because it is important. It is, you know, we pray for God about wealth and money, but God is not going to give it to us unless we know how to manage it and understand what our responsibilities are to manage the wealth and money that he's going to give us. So I'm, I'm here to share with you guys, this is the, um, the Bible verse you read earlier. Every good and perfect gift comes from up above with John, James 1.17. Now we wanna talk about kingdom business and worldly business. And they're so close together looking at this um, PowerPoint. So let's look at the kingdom business and the worldly business and, and the different models that we have. So in kingdom business, you have the president, the CEO, the owner, the investor, which is God. Worldly business, you have the same thing, but it's ran by a man or a woman, right? It's ran by people. And, you know, Jesus was the price that paid. That was the price that was invested that God, the CEO, the investor invested using his the death of his son. And man and woman in worldly business, the investor is gonna invest cash for you because you don't have it, right? Right. Okay, so now every investor requires some percentage of 
equity that they're going to make from part of that investing in you, right? Now, God had already set the equity for us, which is 10%. Okay, yeah. God gets 10%, we keep 90. Worldly business, you can go from 3% to 50% or even higher, um, the investor. And, you know, the investee, you get the difference from that. So when we look at what the investors get in the kingdom business, God, the investor, you're going to get resources. You're going to get mentoring. You're going to get communication. You're going to get connections, access, accountability. You're going to get um, help. You're going to get downloads. All this stuff you get from God. Absolutely. And being the investee of the worldly business it requires your labor, your commitment, discipline, your due diligence, your 10%, you know, that you're supposed to give them the equity and your faithfulness. I mean, look at the worldly business, pretty much the same thing, but um, the resources and everything that we get is on a greater level. When you look at um, the investee on the worldly business, you it requires your labor, your commitment, your discipline, your due diligence, a percentage of the investment in your faith. It requires the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's the difference though. When you mess up in a worldly business when in, with an investor, they're not messing with you anymore. No. They're done. And not only that they're done, they're gonna make sure not anyone else mess with you either. Uh-huh, absolutely. You don't, you don't get another chance. God has already chosen you. You're his royal priesthood. And you can look at that in 1 Peter um, 2 and 9. But when we talk about um, godly business, before we get into the principles, we need to first talk about the prerequisite of that. And it starts with our transformation of our mind. This is actually one of my favorite Bible verse. So Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That's the key, the way mm -hmm. you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you. For you, which is good and pleasing and perfect of him. So we have to transform our minds. And that's the prerequisite of this. Everything starts in the mind. Yes. Because the mind, the mind is actually more valuable than the heart. Paul says, guard your heart and mind daily. But the reason why, to me, the mind is more important than the heart. Because you can be brain dead, but your heart is still pumping. Yeah. But it can't move the body. It can't yeah. move the vessel that God gave us. It's just laying there pumping blood around a vessel that can't move. Right. Nothing's right. moving but the blood, the 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 pump, the heart pumping the blood around the body. That's the only thing moving in that vessel. So what good is the vessel if it can't move, speak, talk, do action? What good is it? Right, it's the not. Brain, right, because the brain is dead, right? Right. So the brain is more important. You know, if the brain is dead, what's good of having the vessel? That might as well go too. Right. And then you can't even think because your heart is not thinking. I mean, your heart has, it, 
emotions tied to it, but you can't think. Right. Like, the mind tells the body what to do. The mind do. tells your eyelids when to blink. Mm -hmm. You know, the mind telling you to breathe. <laughs> the mind, and you know, the the devil can put things in our mind. And when we harp on it long enough, it gets into our spirit and feelings and actions come behind it. So before we even start getting into the principles or start doing the actions of these principles that I'm going to share with everybody, you first have to pray and ask God to prepare you and transform your mind and way of thinking. Because to apply these principles, you cannot, you're not going to be successful with your own way of thinking about money and wealth. Okay, so when we talk about, I want to get into things that we have to unlearn. We have to unlearn how you use credit cards and relearn credit card utilization. You know, credit is a great thing, but people don't use it right. right. And we're going to talk about that later, but it's called OPM, other people's money. Mm -hmm. You use other people's money to gain wealth. And when I'm talking about other people's money, that doesn't mean borrow money from your friend or relative to pay your bill. <laughs> That's not what right. I mean. That's definitely using their money, though. <laughs> That's not what other people's money mean. We refer right. to financial institutions, like financial institutions that gives that gives you credit cards or loans and stuff like that. But I'll go into that later. How you spend money and relearn how to increase money earning potential, how mm. you save money and relearn how to save money, unlearn how you budget money and relearn how to budget and plan, unlearn how you make money and relearn increasing wealth that works towards your financial freedom. Unlearn your thoughts on home ownership and obtain home ownership. Mm -hmm. Unlearn your thoughts on retirement and prepare for retirement. Unlearn your thoughts on life insurance or final expenses and relearn having life insurance and final expenses. And there's the wealth use life insurance to bank themselves. That's another lesson in itself. Yeah. If you want to live wealthy or want to obtain wealth, whatever your measurement of wealth is, to me, living wealthy or financial freedom is to be able to do the things you need to do, to mm -hmm. do the things you want to do with the money that it requires without stress. Right. Yes, that is that's financial freedom. <laughs> financial freedom. Yes. You're um you're uh not thinking about leaving an inheritance for your children's children so that means your grandchildren but how to leave an inheritance for your children's children and god talks about that in proverbs 13 22 these are the requirements that we supposed to do we supposed to leave an inheritance for our children children that means our grandchildren Right. I'm not required to leave an inheritance for my children. I'm supposed to train them in a way that they should go. And when they go, oh, they want to depart from it. Mm -hmm. So that means my children are required to leave an inheritance for their grandchildren, which would be my great-grandchildren. Yes. All of it is not supposed to be on me. Yeah, right. And so when you, when you start imparting those skills, and principles and your children and they do it to their grandchildren i'm doing it to my grandchildren that's the generational wealth mm -hmm. 
keeping up with the Joneses instead of keeping up with yourself. Unlearn, stop keeping up with the Joneses. Learn how to keep up with yourself. Right. And skills that unlearn how to rock from Peter to pay Paul, but learn money management. So these are the things we need to learn and apply. So let's talk about, let's get into the principles. We're going to talk about the first principle, which is giving. And God, that's the very first thing. If you're not giving of your tithes, you're offering your first fruit and your almsgiving, mm -hmm. God is not going to bless you because you're, you're, God said you're robbing from him. Yeah. You didn't, you, you know, if it was in a worldly world, you make sure you give that investor that invested in you for, you know, the bank gets their cut. Right. And That's called interest. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they make money off of you. You make sure you pay them, but you won't pay God. Yeah. So the, the different um, forms of giving, tithes, God only requires 10% of your tithing. Offering, you know, we give an offering, um, free will offering that we give to the church. That is of your free will. You know, you sowing seeds of money. The more seeds you sow, the more of the harvest you will grow. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to repeat that again. Sowing seeds of money. The more seeds you grow, the more of the more seeds you sow, the more of a harvest you grow. Okay. So there's some Bible verses I got with that. Galatians 6 and 7, Acts 20 and 35, and 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 7. You can read Galatians 6 and 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows that he will also reap. That's what God said. You mm -hmm. sow seed, you're going to reap it. It's going to grow. Long as you like, take care of it, right? Sow it in good soil. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Seeds grow in certain type of, you have to know what seed you're sowing and know how to sow it for it to grow too. Yeah, I, I, I want to... I was listening to someone say about that. Well, people, you, you know where it says some 40, some 50, some 100 fold. Mm -hmm. I heard someone s speaking about that. And then it made so much sense where you're trying to get a 100 fold seed from something that doesn't give a 100. So we're, we get upset when God didn't give it back to us a 100 fold when it might have been something like if you sow uh, corn, you know, for every stalk, you get one cob one from every stalk, right. but there's other things that will grow many seeds, many flowers or whatever from that uh, seed that you sown. So that is something that I, I got from that being, just say I'm sowing money to uh, um, and, and a person, just say, that doesn't mean I'm gonna get that same money back. That doesn't, it mean, doesn't mean, but like God, all right, when I, and also when I talked about you know, sowing the right seed. Don't sow grudgingly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you like, how would you like it if someone threw money at you? Here, mm -hmm. take it. <laughs> yeah. Or going like back at them and like, I don't even want it. Yeah. But in 2 Corinthians 9, 6 and through 7, it says, but this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Mm -hmm. So let each one give as he purpose, purposes in his heart, 
not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. Yeah. We try God to loves a cheerful giver. Some people sell a large portion and want to show off and like, uh -huh. I'm, I'm giving like a thousand dollars and want everybody to know that and this and that. God doesn't like where your heart is. Right. And the one that sold the dollar is going to get more. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the heart. So you got to um, give your offering, your first fruit offering. Um, this is usually give at the first of the year. Like mm -hmm. first fruit are given once a year or is for every new blessing you receive. So Proverbs 3, 9 through 10 says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruit of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. And Proverbs 21 and 20 says, precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, if you've gotten blessed with extra increase, give some to God. Because the increase came from him. You're right. going to also give your 10%, but, you know, the, the sowing or the first fruit, give it to the church or something. Mm-hmm. Now, almsgiving talks about giving to the less fortunate that's in need. And I got some pictures here. You get, uh, This was with my local Atlantic City Education Association. This was a couple years ago on uh, Christmas uh, Eve. Was it? I think it was Christmas Eve. You can see we were out there giving to people. We we're okay. giving them coats and, and it, was the, it was the gift of warmth, we titled it. Okay. We, we gave, and it was also collaborating with my church, Living Word of Faith Church, um, with our um, Bishop Luke A. Witherspoon II, and some co-workers of mine over at New York Avenue School. And of course, we see our then president at that time, P.J. Dollard of ACEA, and, you know, give, give to the needy, give to the poor. There's a lot of people celebrities that may not go to church every day. And there are people mm -hmm. that don't go to church at all. But one thing they do honor and knows that giving you get back. Yes, you know how many people I hear. I, we've been reading books, um, entrepreneurial books. They all, every single, per, every single book that we've read, read in the past, I don't know, like once a month we read a new book. And every book they discuss giving and giving back and that is something and gratitude and giving every you single give, You can give your time. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say, I don't got any money. Give your time. Right. Somebody time. You know, right. go to the store for an elderly person. Go mm -hmm. check on somebody. Go read. Go to the hospital and read to, to someone. Right. The second principle we get in talks about wealth management. Okay, so you have to learn how to manage God's wealth, the money he gives you. You can't like devour it and mess it all up. So it deals with financial planning, budgeting, saving, credit, consistency, discipline, organization, counsel, wisdom, responsibility. So much goes into this principle too. Now, know where your money goes. Right. Track your money. Know where it goes. How do you spend your money and what do you spend your money on? Mm -hmm. Do you spend it more on wants than needs? Are you an emotional spender? You know, you get upset and so you got to go shopping. 
Yeah. <laughs> happy and you gotta go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> when I was when I was like in my twenties, I used to be emotional an emotional shopper, but I always now I don't know how much you can take things back, but then I would take it back because I just had to buy right. it. You know you can take it back. <laughs> is your spending an addiction or a habit? So yes. you gotta know the difference between those two. Do you know how much do you know how much your habits are costing you? Oh yeah. So let's look at habit versus addiction. A habit is done by choice. The person with the habit can choose to stop, will subsequently stop successfully if they want to. You know, it's habit that you always do something, but if you made up in your mind that you're going to try to stop doing it, you could choose to stop doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, the psychological, physical component is not an issue as if it was an addiction. The addiction deals deeper. It's more psychological and physical component. The person is unable to control the aspects. So we do have people that are addicted to spending money and- mm -hmm. You know, when if you have an addiction with that, that's when you have to seek professional help to help you. First, God is your first source of help. Mm -hmm. And he will help you. And he will line the people up that you need to talk to on earth to help you through the process. Put mm -hmm. simply, with a habit, you are in control of your choices. With an addiction, you are not in control. So do you know how much your habits are costing you? Yeah. And I put some things on here that we're all familiar with this stuff. <laughs> Amazon, I love my Amazon. I'm, I'm uh -huh. but I, I I don't have an addiction. I can control my money. So when I want to treat myself to something on Amazon, I treat myself. Wild wise, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. You know, your body's a, that's like an addiction because your body's addicted to the caffeine. Yeah, yeah. But that's a process to slow that down. But my husband, we got a coffee maker. Why you still got to go to Wawa every day? Now, that's a habit when you couldn't make coffee and put it in your travel cup, <laughs> you yeah. know? And it's cheaper, less expensive. It's cheaper, less expensive. Mm. Um, this is a sample of an expense tracker that I use. You know what? I think it's the idea for people to just use something like this. You can get it online for free, mm -hmm. but just write down for a whole month, track every dollar you spent, every cent you spent, just to get an idea of how much money you spent in a whole month. And you will see how much money went to Wawa or ShopRite or, you know, like Dunkin' Donuts. I, I gave, what, Dunkin' Donuts $400 this month? <laughs> we don't really know how much we'd be given right that we go to every day because our brain is not in an excel sheet that's calculating every time i go to the store and spend money it's saying stacy now you done spent a total of this amount right. since january the first it's not doing that no it's your brain is just registered no it's only two dollars yep that just like that mm-hmm but here are some scriptures everyone can follow. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And here's some more. 
Um, Matthew uh, 6, 31 and 35. Um, Matthew 6, 19 through 21. These are things you guys can write down the Bible verses and look them up. Proverbs 12, 15. The way of a fool seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice. Get advice. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Do you love money? So Hebrews, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And in 1 Timothy 6 and 10, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money. Money is not evil. No. We need money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's loving money. When you love money more than anything, you make money your God. And that's a problem. So we also want to look at good debt and bad debt. You know, good debt is really generates income, increases net worth and leverage wealth, lower interest rates and increases value. When you get to bad debt, it does not require um, assets and use, you know. So that's something we're going to go over when we get to, because um, there's going to be a part two in this, everyone. Right. And in part two, we're going to really get to the nitty gritty of, I know, um, she um uh Ronette already has a video on um budgeting, budgeting. Uh -huh. so you guys can revisit that so I'm not going to really do budgeting but I'm gonna dig into credit and that's a, a big thing that a lot of people want to understand so principle three talks about investing God says invest in seven ventures yes and eight do not know you do not know what disaster may come upon the land and that's an ecclesiastic if you're if you're if you had did principles one and two when the pandemic hit you have been making money yeah I never read that scripture <laughs> So he said, invest in a lot of different investments. Right. I've been investing, but I never read that scripture right there. That verse. I haven't. Okay. I'll talk more about that when we get into part two. But here's ways to reach me. Um, I have a Facebook page. It's, you know, Facebook Wealth Elevation Building. If you go to Facebook, type in search Wealth Elevation Building LLC, you'll see me. TikTok, I'm at Mimi Sweeney. And Instagram, I'm at Stacy underscore Mimi. That should be an underscore Sweeney. Um, okay. Want to find, if you want to know what your credit score is, you can go to my link, Smart Credit forward mm -hmm. slash Wealth Elevation Building. That's www.smartcredit forward slash Wealth Elevation Building.com. And if you want to find out what credit services I can offer you to help you with your credit, this is my website, www.ucesprotectionplan.com. Um, or you can just text me and I'll send it to you if you can't remember. Okay. What's the last one? And the business building, if you want to make and earn extra money, myuwe.net forward slash member benefit. I have to text you that as well. But Ronette's going to have all this stuff listed when she uploaded in YouTube. All the links are going to be there. Even my um, my uh, e-business card is going to be um, on there so you guys can all have it. So I want to say this um, is, is, is the end for right now, but we're going to be 
having a part two, Ronette. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you. I, you know how you know certain things, and then when someone brings it back to your, um, you know, your memory, it is like, yeah, I do that. Well, I don't do that, or I used to do that, and right. I, I, this is so helpful. But I'm going to hold this up again so people can see my links. Your links. While yeah. you're talking. So go ahead. Yeah, because we need to understand our credit, our investing, our managing money. This is, and how to give. What? Why are we giving? You know, we think, okay, we go to church and someone says, you know, we're taking them off. And we don't know why we give. We give because somebody told us to. You know, you grow up like that. But once you put it to a biblical principle of why you give, this is the will of God and why it's the will of God, how he protects us through that. I mean, this is, I love this course. This is a course. Yeah. If, you will, <laughs> if you're praying, ask God to, you know, give you more money to help you out of debt and everything. You have to trust God at his word. Right. God will help you manage your money mm -hmm. and, you know, stop robbing and stealing from him. God says in the Bible, you rob from me, you from, you know, offerings, yes. and off, offerings. Give him mm -hmm. his percentage that's owed to him, just like you give everybody else. You, the banks take their percentage. It's called interest rate. The government takes it, but you don't even get it. The government take it. Everybody takes it. You mm -hmm. know, I'm blessed to say that I pay my tithes faithfully. I mm -hmm. give my offering. And so me and my husband and our children are blessed. Yeah. I, you know, I walk up in righteousness as far as when it comes to doing what I supposed to do and mm -hmm. paying my tithes and all those different offerings that I spoke about earlier. Yes. So again, Stacey, I thank you for coming. This is awesome. I look forward to part two. We, it, I can see two weeks from today. I don't know. If yes, that's, that's up to you. But that's, I that's great. Um, two weeks from the day, guys. I'm sure Ronette will keep you posted with the date on that. Mm -hmm. Also, like I said, revisit um the video she did on budgeting because that's going to help you with um principle two. That's part of principle two. Yeah. Um, and um, it's just stay tuned, guys. Um, if you haven't had a chance. There's my information. It will be posted on the YouTube page for you guys to just, when you go to watch the video, then you can finish and click on and and, and see, you know, take a look at your credit score. You'd be shocked. I know. <laughs> yeah, and it goes it's only, on. It's only, it's only a dollar to pull your credit score of all three uh, credit reports and, um your score from all three credit reports and to see your three credit reports is only a dollar if you go to my link. Oh, okay. All right. So again, everybody, thank you, Stacy. And that uh, again, that's Stacy Sweeney. And she's coming to us with our financial principles, stewardship. And thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And I will see you next time. Have a blessed Thank day. You. Bye, everyone. Be blessed.